TV radio seeks to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and Friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power. Experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Uh, this is the thing that's sent home 
after some said 67 years, but I'm on the 70 year row here. So, okay. And a miracle of God as the Spirit of God is moving on the nations. Okay, see, He's giving us signs. We have to watch for the signs. He's giving us prophetic signs at what He's doing in the nations. He's bringing forth our sons and daughters from the nations. This is a sign that these men are coming home. Uh, uh, scripture in Isaiah 43 6. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Mm. Bring my sons from far yeah. and my daughters from the end of the earth. Amen. Okay, so to the church, to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, what is going on in the nations? is a spiritual sign to the church of what God is doing in the spirit. Amen. All right. Okay. okay. He's taking he's overturning nations before our eyes. Yes. The EU last week. Uh, the whole yes. situation was overturned. Yes. Still being overturned. Iran is now on the scene. Mm. That's going to be overturned. But it won't be overturned by a man. This is being done by the scepter of the king. Yes. Amen. Amen. Don't they try just standing up there taking all the hits, okay? And you may take some too. Okay? May have I. Only God could have done this. That's right. And when the Lord summons the nations, they will obey him. They will obey him. They don't even know what they're doing, and they will obey him. That EU came over here kicking and screaming in a bucket and jumping, and they have agreed to uh, come into negotiations on these tariffs. They've agreed to buy our soybeans. <laughs> They've agreed to buy our natural gas. Hmm. Okay, you think they do that on their own? You think it was because Donald J. Trump was some super, superhuman? No. <laughs> no. No. When God, when the Lord summons the nation, they shall obey. And those whom he calls shall come. They are coming over here. Uh, the EU was, was, they were bent on having whatever it was their way. Here they come, a whole delegation over there to work this thing out. When the Lord summons them, they will come. The commanders of the troops of the several nations shall take their post in the plan and purpose of God for this hour. Okay, church, that's what we're being called to do. And we can miss it, or we can take our place in the plans and purpose of God. Let's kind of knock on that door back there. It's the same with the Lord. The church has a call, the God has a call out to the church. Will you arise and apprehend this authority that said it in her prophecy? Over the spirit of Jezebel, over the nation, the nations of the earth, and in the churches. Now, there is a spirit of Antichrist definitely over our nation, but there is also the spirit of Jezebel. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to know that fight in here and on. What does Jezebel want to do? Control everything. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jezebel wants to be in control. If Jezebel's not in control, she's frozen through. Okay, we've got the spirit of Jezebel operating within the spirit of the Antichrist in our government. But, it, but this is also operating in uh, the nations of the earth. And it's also operating in the churches. We've been over the scripture several times, but we're going there again. The reward of the overcomers of the church of Thyatira after they overcame Jezebel is hold fast till I come. He that overcomes and keeps my works to the end, to him will I give power of the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. Church, this is your time. 
such a time as this for the church to arise and take our place. If we do not pray for these midterm elections, we will never see the FBI and the Justice Department rooted out. It will all be squashed. All of this evil that is buried deep in the deep state of the FBI and the Justice Department will never, ever be brought to light. It's all the church to root out all of this wickedness in our government. It's on you. We're going to have to arise and take that authority, just as best prophecy this morning. In Jeremiah chapter 1, and these were in my opening remarks at the conference, the Lord gave to Jeremiah the divine enablement of authority over nations to a 20-year-old. I hope that's a sign that this generation of 20-year-olds are going to take on the uh, mantle of Jeremiah. I'm going to prophesy and call it forward. I speak to this generation of these 20-year-olds and these teenagers and these people in their 20s that you're going to take on the, the mantle, the divine mantle of Jeremiah. And he was 20 years old. Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day sent you over the nations, over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build, and to plant. He must attempt, a 20-year-old boy, man, to reform the nations, to root out and destroy idolatry and other wickedness among them. Vicious habits and customs which have taken root. He is to throw down the kingdom of sin, that godless, godless, godlessness and virtue, so that godliness and virtue might be built. Planning among them. That's what God's calling church. That's what our job is. That's what we're supposed to be doing, not all food stuff. <laughs> he must set before them life and death, good and evil. And he must prophesy to those who persist in their wickedness that they will be rooted out and destroyed. Those who repent will be built and planted. That's where we are, church. I believe this is where we are. God gave Jeremiah a vision of his assignment. Jeremiah, what do you see? He said, I see a rod of an almond tree. God gave Carol Sism a vision of a scepter. The rod of the almond tree was the authority of the Levitical priesthood given to Aaron. This authority was a governmental authority over the 12 tribes of Israel. Jeremiah was by birth a priest. He, who was, who was, his father was a priest. He would have understood perfectly the meaning of the almond rod as a governmental priestly authority. Jeremiah protested his appointment because of inability. I cannot speak. At immaturity, I am a child. You know, he knew what that almond, he, he knew what that meant. He knew that was the same governmental authority that was given to Aaron. He knew this call was under the exclusive covenantal right of Jehovah. There would be opposition and fierce antagonism. But those that are opposed are but men. While the ruler of the whole universe will be at the prophet's side. Age is not the criteria whether you're too young or you're too old. The call of God is the criterion, and it's his ability through you, not your ability. Amen. This is what we're seeing happen at the governmental level of the uprooting and the destroying that's going on. And this is what is happening in the church. Jeremiah must be prepared for an attitude of unmerited hatred and violent antagonism by all classes of people. Even as a youth of 20, he knew the people would resist his prophetic utterances. Okay, they are rudely not ex accepting no. what they say to you. What did they say to you, Dad? I can't hear you. I can't understand what you're saying. 
bodies. Take this rod to a place. <laughs> 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 
have been raised to destroy this uprooting of our government. That's right. Yes. To be used by the Lord comes at a very high cost. The more powerful the commission, the more intense the attack. You've heard me say I've never volunteered for anything. I wait till I get drafted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's going to come at a high cost. Why yeah. did I roll up and say, oh, nail me to that cross, Lord? Well, I might not make it unless he called me to it. We can apply the same truth in our lives as we go forward with the Lord. This is not without playing games. Have you noticed that these state ministries just not playing games? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The almond rod was the divine manifestation of the authority of the high priest. This honor and authority was given to Aaron, a man chosen by God. The Israelites hated and envied him. If you, if God puts you in a high position of honor, mm -hmm. those who have the spirit of Jezebel are going to hate you and envy you and be competitive with you and try to bring you down. Amen. That is just a fact. Amen. You're going to have to buck up to it. Yes. Because once God anoints you and he commissions you and he puts you in good place, the first thing the devil does is to come mm -hmm. at you and try to destroy you. Amen. This is what's going on in our government. This is what's going on in your ministry. Mm -hmm. When you're set into place, you just have to get over it. Amen. You give up popularity. Yes. yes. God didn't call you to be popular. He called you to do a work yes. for him. Yes. Amen. And he called you... To lay down all your rights and righteous indignation. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into this a little more here. Um, Aaron was a man of God, and the Bible says, and ordained for men in things pertaining to God. That means it's not about the pastor, it's not about the person that God's using. It's in things pertaining to God. Yes. When God is using you. His call to the priesthood is abundantly confirmed in Numbers chapter 16 and 17. Korah and his company were an influential group of ambitious and envious men. What did God have us dealing with in the conference? Spirit of importance, preeminence, competition, one-upmanship, yes. mm -hmm. uh, attention, ambition, recognition, all these things. And when I was at that prayer meeting, I got up before this group and I told them that I would not release that scepter of authority until they had repented of these things. Mm -hmm. Because that is stumbling blocks and you cannot carry the authority of the scepter if you're carrying the spirit of Jezebel. Mm -hmm. And all those things are Jezebel. Yes. Okay? So, all these guys... They wanted. They decided that they were not going to follow after Aaron. They accused Moses for what they themselves were guilty. They challenged the authority of Moses, remember, and attempted to intrude into the priestly office. The glory of the Lord appeared and dealt with the three ringleaders who were swallowed by an earthquake and went down alive into Sheol. If you notice, those who have come against President Trump soon disappear from the news cycle. They're in there for a while. I think I told you when uh, Stormy came up, I said, he, Lord gave me a word, he said, he's going to leave Stormy in the dust. Yes. You don't hear too much about Stormy anymore. She's been left in the dust. Yes, I think she would got arrested. She's getting a divorce now. Okay. Yeah, well, she, she, I think she even got arrested. Even though the Lord had made it abundantly clear to all that Aaron was chosen, the princes of the tribes of Israel began to murmur. Say murmur. And we do not have a problem in this church with the spirit of murmuring. We do not. So this message is for the church at large. I don't have any uh, any odd against any of you that you're murmurers. Or that you're murdering to one another. I think that all of you fear God more than that. 
know that. Their murmuring was, if the head of the tribe must be a priest, why not the head of none other tribe, some other tribe than that of Levi? He that knows the heart of all men knew what was in the hearts of these jealous and competitive men. Why not me, Lord? Why not me? It seems the priesthood was a preferment or a seeking and striving for even by the princes of the tribes. Each tribal leader was to present an almond rod inscribed with his name on the rod. And all the tribal heads brought dead rods. Upon trial, the matter is determined by the miraculous blossoming of Aaron's rod. Numbers 17, 1 through 5. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and take of every one of them a rod according to the house of their fathers. All of their princes, according to the house of their fathers, twelve rods. You write every man's name upon his rod. You shall write Aaron's name upon the rod of Levi, for one rod shall be for the head of the house of their fathers. You shall lay them up in the tabernacle of the congregation before the testimony, where I will meet with you. And it shall come to pass that the man's rod, whom I shall choose, shall blossom. And I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the children of Israel, whereby they murmur against me. Mm -hmm. See, you know, they're murmuring because Aaron has chosen not them. But God says they're murmuring against me. They're not murmuring against Moses and Aaron. They're murmuring against God. So there is another deliverance to take place from the church before they can have the governmental authority over the nations. The almond rod was the governmental authority over the 12 tribes of Israel. The almond tree is the earliest tree to bloom in the spring. It's a type of the overcomer who is to begin to be, to be given the authority of the kingdom. Faithfulness is the best evidence. Of, I'm sorry, fruitfulness is the best evidence. Faithfulness too is the best evidence of a divine call. This church has been faithful. Many people were bailed out long ago. <laughs> The trees of the Lord, though they seem dry trees, are full of sap. Psalm 104, 16. The Lord caused his spirit of life to spring up in Aaron's rod. I said the spirit of the life of Christ sprung up in Aaron's rod. Yes. And the fruitfulness of the church could not spring up in the other rods because of their sin of murmuring. They were complaining. Alan, are you guilty over there or something? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. Amen. Okay. So they're murmuring. And uh, the spirit of Jezebel is behind all this. Why? Because they want to be the main deal. Mm -hmm. They want control of the whole situation. They want to be over everybody else. So it's the spirit of Jezebel that work in them. They want to be, I, I want to be the boss. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, when you be, when God chooses you, you become a servant. Yeah. That's right. Amen. That's right. That's it. Okay. 17, 8 through 10. Behold the rod of Aaron, for the house of Levi was budded, and brought forth buds, and bloomed blossoms, and yielded almonds, all of it overnight. The Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron's rod again before the testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels, and you shall quite take away their murmurings from me that they do not die. Yeah. Wow. Oh. <laughs> now, <laughs> there are people, this is serious business. Yes, this is something else. We got this. Is moving in the government of this nation with his rod. There are men who are getting sick and dying, who are rebelling against God's authority. 
And God is calling for the church to arise and take on this authority. But the church can't have that authority if there's murmurings in it. If there's competition. If there's jealousy. If there, uh, uh, I can share my testimony. The Spirit of God moves over Roger and Pat Sunday evening. And I, they're laughing and crying and laughing and crying. And I'm sitting there just, Ugh. Well, I didn't get jealous. I said, Pat, lay hands on me. I got to have some of this. Amen. I got sitting there and well, God did this for them. But he hadn't done that. Praise God, I'm so happy you got to give me some of it. Amen. <clears throat> it, I tell you folks, you, people this church does not know how serious this is. That's right. For this time. So when Jeremiah saw the almond rod, he would have known this was the authority of God to his chosen vessel. He was the son of a priest. He was called to be a priest. He knew the word of God. It was a high honor. And it would be easy to see why young Jeremiah would shrink back such a powerful commission. He also would have known the story and he would not have known how the other 12 tribes that didn't want to listen with Aaron and kept fighting Aaron and Moses all the time because they were all trying to get the upper hand. Yeah. Be the one in charge. Jeremiah was timid, sensitive, and intensely sympathetic. Now a single one of the Old Testament prophetic names comes prophets come so near to us and human as was Jeremiah. He had all the powerful utterances of Hosea and at times he can deal a blow as heavy as Isaiah. But at the same time his heart is overflowing with the human feeling for the misery of his people and weeps hot tears over the pity of fallen fatherland. Now, the judgment that I believe is going on is not the fall of America. There's two things going on. There always is in God's judgment. God is judging the government of the United States of America. He's rooting out. He's destroying. He's pulling up. And he's tearing down all of the wickedness that is in our government and all who are aligned with this wickedness. Yes. It is wickedness to kill babies yes. in the womb. Yes. Amen. It is wickedness for man and man to marry. Yes. It is wickedness for woman and woman to marry. Yes. And the wickedness goes on and on and on. Yes. It is wickedness to persecute the church. Yes. And the wickedness keeps going deeper. This is being rooted out. God is bringing judgment on it. Yes. But to those who have cried out to him and who have prayed and have asked God to take back our nation as a godly nation, we are going to see the victory of the Lord in the United States of America. Yes. And we're going to see the prosperity of God. We're already seeing the prosperity of God. Jeremiah was a, as I said before, he was a priest by birth. But by grace, he was a prophet. I said by grace, he was a prophet. And by the trials of life, a bulwark for God's truth. Yeah. You read Jeremiah, you're going to go through there and he, they locked him up and did everything else they're going to do with prophets. You have to get to the point you go in and you speak what God said and you don't worry what they think of you. When Roger was standing in the pulpit, he said that God told them they would not understand what you said. Yeah. Okay? Not many people understood what he said. Mm -hmm. I understood what he said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said that there are demons coming in all over. He, he was sensing the power, the demonic power that is all over us. Yes, yes. And the warfare that's going on. And then he was he had nothing else to say but what God was, what he was seeing and feeling in the spirit. 
greatest exponents of prophetic faith in his unique relationship to God. And every prophet will have a unique relationship to God. Yes. We're going to all be strange. <laughs> We're going to all be different. Praise God. And, and you're not going to be like anyone else. Amen. You can't be. Thank you, Lord. You can't be if you're going to be used by God. Jeremiah was a kingdom man under the authority of the Lord. He had no rights or alternatives. I said he was not given any rights by God, and he was not given any alternatives. You heard me say many, many times, but God called me, I was all into my rights and my righteous indignation. <laughs> Lord said, tell me on me or not. And I want you to put on all your rights. And all your righteous indignation. Don't come to me and tell me about all your rights and righteous indignation before God. Amen. 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 You're different. You're strange. I'm different, I'm JJ. You are. My goodness, you are. Yes. And you're not free with your money. No, I don't want to say that that way. You're, you're not free of the bondage of money mm -hmm. until it doesn't have you. You will never do anything for God of any great consequences that you count your money first. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let the church say amen. amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> He'll use you, but it won't be any, you won't, you're not going to break through any any great, great things that you count your money first. Mm. Okay, and that's not in your notes, just saying. No, that's in the notes. We just can't see it, but that's in there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good one, that. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. The Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Okay, so Jeremiah wasn't allowed to think anymore and get his opinions in what he had to say. Mm -hmm. It was what God had to say. Mm -hmm. And I have this day set you over nations and over the kingdoms. Yeah. Okay, so he took this 20-year-old, didn't know anything, except whatever his daddy taught him. <laughs> and he says, today I set you over kingdoms and nations. And he showed him the almond rod. And he knew that the almond rod was the authority of Aaron, which to us is the Melchizedek priesthood of Jesus Christ. And he knew, uh, Jeremiah knew what God was putting in his hand that day. And then God says, oh, by the way, Jeremiah, I sent you this day over nations and kingdoms. Jeremiah points to the overcomer who will be appointed as the watchman of the earth and the shepherd of the nations. This is a serious message. That's why the devil fought me. Mm -hmm. Church, the Lord is setting watchmen on the earth because the spirit of the Lord is overturning, rooting out, and pulling down the stronghold over nations. Not just this nation, as our nation is being overturned, as our nation is being pulled down, as our nation is being overturned, it is as a result because all the nations are dependent on us, their nations are being overturned as well. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. wow. yeah, almost every nation of the earth is connected to the United States of America, either in their economy or their people are their nation in some way. Yeah. You know why? Because of the deposit that we have made with the gospel of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. into their nations and the deposit of blood that we have left in their nations as we have fought for, blood speaks. Blood yes. still speaks. Yes. And we have left these deposits in their nation. We have made huge deposits of money into their nations. Yes. And they cannot move without the covenant that they have come into from our nation. Yes. 
chapter 13. Then said the Lord to me, you have well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. The word of the, the, word of the Lord came to me the second time, saying, what do you see? I said, I see a seething pot, and the face thereof is toward the north. This is a nation in chaos and great commotion like bubbling water. In Jeremiah's day, it was Israel. Israel still in trouble. They bought everything everywhere all around Israel. Psalm 83 happening before our eyes. We don't even know what's going on. In the 21st century, it is our nation and the nations of the world that is this boiling pot. This judgment was set in the justice of God by the sin of the people. Yet the divine patience had restrained judgment. But now all restraint shall be taken off and the evil shall break forth. So what are we seeing? Piece by piece, we're seeing the evil that is inside our government being bubbly full. God's summons to the nations of the earth shall be obeyed. Those whom he calls, I'll repeat, this is a repeat, I chose to repeat it. Those whom he calls shall come. Commanders of the several nations shall take their post in carrying out the purposes of God. So if the Lord is extending his almond rod, I say ill, rod of iron, staff, scepter to the overcomers in the church, then we, like Jeremiah, will be faced with the boldness, courage, and permission to stand at our watchtower in prayer as the Spirit of God. We are watching the Spirit of God. You can watch the Spirit of God. There are signs. Church, you must watch for these signs. As he roots out, pulls down, destroys, and throws down the evil in our nation, as well as the nations of the earth. Uh, Mark Taylor said, for watch this for the sign when El Chapo is arrested in a red shirt. He hadn't been arrested yet. Had he? No. No. In a red shirt. He was, um, there was something that was many months ago. Okay. Anyway, we gotta watch for these signs. Yeah. Our 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 soldiers coming out of Korea the signs. Okay, Jeremiah 1, 16 through 19. I gotta finish this. I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness who have forsaken me, and have burned incense to other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands. You therefore gird up your loins and arise. Speak to them all that I command you. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound you before them. Behold, I have made you this day a defense city and an iron pillar and brazen walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, against the priests thereof, and against the people of the land. They shall fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, says the Lord, to deliver you. Mark Taylor prophesied in the Trump prophecies that the United States, with President Donald J. Trump, with Russia, would overturn the Illuminati in world order. Mm. Yeah. Now, he prophesied that in his book, the Trump prophecies. There's an article that I found yesterday, the day of July the 13th. Very significant. Um, I checked out this Sean Ada something news. Anyway, he ended up being the conservative news. He comes out fake news. And I checked this with Sarah, and she says she believes this is true. Because I checked it with her to see what she thought about it. Uh, that Trump is reclaiming the Federal Reserve for the Rothschild family. Amen. Okay. Yes, he, he is doing some down there, and he's coming against some strong opposition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I picked this up out of the news article. Mm -hmm. 
Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve is required to have seven members. It has three. Two of the current governors were put into their position by President Trump. Two more have been nominated by the President and are awaiting confirmation by the Senate. After these two are put on the Fed's board, the President will then nominate two more to follow them. In essence, it's possible that six of the seven board members will be put in place by Trump. Mm -hmm. The Federal Open Market Committee has 12 members and sets the nation's monetary policy. Seven of the 12 are members of the Board of Governors. Now, mind you, all of this has been controlled by the Illuminati mm -hmm. since at least the time of the Bushes. Mm -hmm. Five additional are Federal Reserve District Bank presidents. Other than the head of the Fed Bank in New York, who was nominated by the president, the other four can only take their positions as district bank presidents if the board in Washington agrees to their hiring. One of these, the Fed Bank president in Minneapolis, Bill Kashkara, is already arguing for no further rate increases. President Cannon will take control of the Fed. It may be recalled when the law was written creating the Federal Reserve, the Secretary of the Treasury was designated as the head of the Federal Reserve. We're going to return to that era. Like it or not, the Fed is about to be politicized. When I was in, um, oh Lord, where was I? Tell me where I was. I've got it in my notes. I have a file on everybody. The Lord has spoken to me now through the year. It's just one sentence here. Cincinnati? Cincinnati? Maybe Cincinnati. Anyway, there's a whole Rockefeller Center there, too. And uh, there is a bank there. And the Lord said, I want you to go out and I want you to look. And there was, there's the key on the, on the Illuminati on this Rockefeller Bright Bank building and the hotel we were staying in was owned by the Rockefellers too. Okay, so the Rockefellers and Rothschilds, and there's seven more of them, the Windsors, um, and the others, the Bushes have been very much part of it, mm -hmm. have controlled the Federal Reserve economic yes. systems, yes. which have controlled this nation and the other nations for many years. Yes. Amen. Okay, so God gave me a vision, remember? Carolyn, he calls me Carolyn. He used to call me Sweet Carolyn. I don't know how I lost that. He just called me Carolyn. <laughs> Carolyn, he says, the dragon and the Illuminati are trying, are, are trying to take down Donald J. Trump. Mm -hmm. Okay, remember what I told y'all about? The dragon is China. Okay. When I look the dragon up, and also the North Korean dragon is an extension of the Chinese dragon. Okay. okay, so this battle is coming up, evidently, if this article is correct, and I have researched it enough to find out that I would not have brought it to you if I had not thought it was correct. There is getting ready to be a battle over the Federal Reserve and Bank System of the United States of America, which affects the whole. Because the Illuminati, the world, one world order, has control of our Federal Reserve. Now you can see why they are trying everything they can to destroy him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're winning on many fronts. We're winning, oh wait, uh, we got that faster out walk and chain into the Yes, we're, we're winning on many fronts with Christianity. We've got to get this, conserv this conservative judge in. Another Mark, I encourage y'all to read that book. 
another Mark Taylor prophecy is that there will he is going to replace five Supreme Court judges. He's already replaced two. And in the prophecy, which was written before Scalia died, he said one will die, one will retire, and three will leave because of uh, scandal. And that when these five are in place, that they are going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Okay, we better watch for the signs of the time. Church, we're not just sitting around. Mm -hmm. We're called to a time. I mm -hmm. had a vision of a scepter being released. Uh, that's the authority of the church over nations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We can say like Jeremiah, who then? You know, I'm just, uh, or we can say, yes, Lord. Hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> we, the church, cannot take a back seat to the issues of kingdom government over nations. The Lord has given the overcomer authority over nations. The rule of nations is on the church, not politicians. We leave the lost and the neighbors, and I prophesied, prayed this at the meeting Friday, because there, there was a different opinions there. Mm -hmm. that we're not to say anything that's going to cause anybody to be offended, which means they don't have to repent. They just get everybody floats along here. Sorry. If we leave the lost and the neighbors, church, mm -hmm. to live in a godless lawless society legislated by men and women without God, then you and I are going to stand accountable. Yes. That's right. Now you can say, why me, Lord? Who me? Well, he just gave you a preacher that just preached it and now you know and now you're accountable for what you heard today. Could we get a song? Oh, while the spirit.